0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TBTPFL. It's Wednesday. It is October 30th. It's 2019. We have 11 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend? I'm not doing too
1: bad. Basketball is going real well and is about to start going poorly, I think. And then At the beginning, I didn't think, oh, yeah, under 27 points for LeBron James. That's not going to happen. Now it's possible, um, but unlikely. We'll see exactly what happens. But during this show, I'm, I have a feeling I'm going to lose four grand from what I'm already winning. Still be a good night no matter what, but I have a feeling that I'm just going to reluctantly start losing money as the podcast goes on.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you don't lose money. So um, if you guys haven't already, check out our sponsor site. Um, one of the one of the tournaments that Grant is currently making a bunch of money on right now um, looking at the leaderboard for today's slate um, is fantasy draft. If you haven't checked them out, it's FantasyDraft.com. Awesome sponsors of the podcast. They have their $300,000 Hooters main event tournament for football for this weekend. Um, And then NBA, they got a $37,500 pick and roll for um, today's slate. So make sure you're checking that out. Um, bunch of stuff going on over there. Um, so, you know, 5K up top, only paying against 45 max entries. So um, awesome, awesome, awesome tournament structure uh, for anybody that's looking to, you know, mass multi-enter or not even mass multi-enter. Just get in some multi-enters and um, have a chance at a big payout. So make sure you're checking them out over there on Fantasy Draft. Grant, 11 games, got a lot to talk about here. We're going to get started with the Knicks and the Magic. 208.5 total here. Orlando's favored by nine. Elf Payton is out. DSJ is questionable. Um, We'll have to see if he plays. um, You know, thoughts and prayers to him and the Bullock family. Um, They had some deaths and um, hate to hear that. Orlando good to go um let's start with the Knicks obviously like DSJ matters because Peyton's already out but we were kind of already chatting about this pre-show and like RJ Barrett just seems like he's like one of the top plays on the slate
1: yeah yeah it's starting to look like which is weird to say like a $6,500 guy in a game where they have under a hundred and play total right like just doesn't really make sense but um yeah, he's going to get a boatload of minutes. He's been crushing. He's going to, like, put up some numbers here. And, yeah, he could be one of the top plays on the entire slate here. And if THJ is out, I'm just going to pretty much lock him in here, which is, again, weird to say with a less than 100 implied total. But he is he's pretty much a lock and load. outside of him, I mean, you can take a shot on Randall. You can take a shot on Robinson. You can take a shot on Portis. But none of them really stand out as good plays. Again, if I'm going in – going to play someone from a game with a low implied total it would probably be any of the guys that are going to get rebounds that can get blocks that can get steals and what's likely going to be a fairly ugly game here so Barrett's the one guy that I'm just really in love with outside of them it's the big men and you're just I don't know if you've chased the Portis game but Mitchell Robinson and Randall are in play they're not great plays though
0: yeah um you know, we'll have to see uh, if DSJ, if DSJ misses with Peyton out, like Frank Lakina, you know, a guy that we talked about a little bit last year. Like, he played 22 minutes against Chicago the other night, shot the ball 0 for 6 and put up four fantasy points. But he's 3,100, so there's that. Um, Alonzo Trier, another guy that <laughs> just shot the ball terrible the other night. Like, I don't know if I trust either one of those guys, but they're cheap. And if you're going to have two guards out, Like, one of the reasons I like Barrett so much, but... uh, Yeah, it's a big thing. Like,
1: just think, remember back to last year, guys. Like,
0: if you're thinking about going
1: 100% on a really chalky Nicolita or Trier, just remember what happened last year every (laughs) single time we tried this. Grant, they're not really trying to tank. These guys have talent. I'm not saying full-on fade them, but, like, regardless, I'm going to be under the field on them. It's just, it's not something I want to (laughs) do.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, what do we like here when it comes to Orlando?
1: Comes to Orlando. I mean, again, not a, games, not projected to be terribly close. It's going to be ugly. Like Voos and Gordon, I guess are the two main guys I'd look at, but I, I don't really want too many parts of this game. Like, I guess you could stack it up if you're hoping it stays close and you're taking the value on the other side, maybe throw in Barrett and Randall and Trier with Gordon and Voos, But I don't... I don't really want to play anyone like Foose has not been playing great lately. Yes, this is a decent matchup here, but it's not a terribly high scoring game, terribly high pace game here. Gordon has just not done a whole lot. I don't want to go with Isaac. I don't want to go with Fournier and you know, all like that. Like, don't want to go with I. Don't want to go with anyone. So I, I'm probably falling on faith in the Magic.
0: Yeah, like honestly, you know, the Magic are going to be a team until like we see guys start to stand out, but. I have a little interest in faults in large field tournaments, just because like we're already starting to see him eat into DJ Augustine's minutes. And I, I've said this on the podcast the other day, like I'm just waiting for that to happen. And like, you know, we, we saw it the other night against Toronto faults played 27 minutes. Um, so like 27 minutes at 4,100 for a guy that could easily average a, a fantasy point per minute. Um, I, I definitely have a little interest in, Foltz closed the other night, so again, like maybe Homer, but maybe not. Maybe just on to something with Foltz closing both quarters the other night against Toronto. Um, he's 4100. I don't mind taking a shot, but large field tournaments only. Uh, moving on, Chicago at Cleveland, 215 total here. Chicago favored by one. Uh, no injury news to report on the Chicago side, and then on the Cleveland side of things, Henson and Zizek are still out. Porter and Carter Jr. are on the injury reports, but they're both probable, um, just so you guys know. Uh, let's talk Chicago first. What do we like here for the Bulls? Um, I mean, yeah, Carter's
1: probable. He did just put up a real nice game last time, but there's always concern about him getting into foul trouble, and he's likely going up against the guys that are going to be the focal point of this offense. I don't hate the play. I'm just probably not in love with the play. It's, it's kind of the same thing as always, like, Markanen or Levine are probably going to go off. It's going to be one of those two that's going to be shooting. This is a close game with a decent implied total. So it's, it's really those guys for me. Uh, I like Mark and N, I like Levine. I, this is a, one of the few nights where I don't mind if I end up playing both of them. Um, but they're the two guys I'm looking at in this game because I just don't really trust or want to play anyone else on this Chicago team.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a Zach Levine game. Like, I, I, more I look at this game, the more I think, like, it's not the best matchup in the world for marketing. He could get less rebounds in this matchup. Like, I feel like this is a Zach Levine game. I feel like Zach Levine would be the guy here if I'm playing anybody. But, you know, honestly, we're going to get into some games that I think are really juicy, and I don't think this game's juicy. Um, Zach Levine's fine. And then on the Cleveland side of things, like, You know, I think this is a great Kevin Love spot, but they priced him like it is a great Kevin Love spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, they kind of did. Um, But I don't think that really matters. Like I kind of mentioned the last time we were on the pod, uh, he hadn't really been shooting much the first two games of the season. I mean, he only put up nine and eight shots. And last week he ended up putting up 12 shots from beyond the arc here. I could see another similar thing or similar spot here in – uh, Chicago, and or against Chicago, and it's going to be a close game here. I actually really like Kevin Love. I don't really care about his price tag. I think that he's going to be launching up the ball a little bit more. He's getting 15 rebounds a game here, getting a little bit of peripheral stats, and if he actually starts knocking down some threes, he could be in for a 60-point game. I love Love here, and I love Thompson here. Both these guys, I think, are going to be heavily involved. <laughs> Thompson's been absolutely crushing all season long. He's still not priced how he should be in this matchup, is a good matchup for him, especially if Carter is not going to play, but I think he's going to. So, I honestly, this is going to be one of my favorite game stacks on the board, uh, even if it's just a mini one with Love Thompson and either Levine or Mark.
0: Yeah, I like Tristan Thompson as well. Um, I'm right there with you. We talked about him a lot the other day. Um, I don't have Yahoo up in front of me, but he was really, really cheap on Yahoo on, I think it was Monday. So, um, take advantage of that. If he's still like, he was like 17 bucks or something like that on Monday. I'm now I'm curious. So I'm pulling it up. He's, he's only $20 on Yahoo. Like that, that is a cash game staple play for me, um, on Yahoo today. So, um, I don't really have anything else like outside of those guys, like the guards, they're just, the minutes are so spread out. Like Larry Nance is going to have a big game from time to time, but I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, this is a spot that I love him. I don't hate him, but he would be the only other guy that like I could realistically even consider here. Uh the guards minutes are just all really just too spread out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Again, it's just love and it's it's Thompson for me.
0: Minnesota at Philadelphia, uh two twenty-five in total here. Uh Philly favored by six in this game. No injury news in this one. Um both teams good to go. Minnesota side of things, um, does Carl Anthony Towns continue to crush here against um, Embiid? I mean, this
1: is the matchup where I would expect it not to happen. Um, that being said, it's still probably going to happen. He's under 10K. I have no problem with playing him and will play a good amount of him. I get that's a tough contest, but he's just been ridiculous so far this season. Like, he didn't have a great game versus Miami. And when I say he didn't have a great game, he had 49 points. So I, I'm i just going to keep rolling with Towns. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. He's going to continue to crush. This may not be a great matchup here, but it really doesn't matter to me. It's going to be a very high-scoring game. It's currently set at 225, although it start off at 227. They're six-point dogs, which I'm fine with. So, yeah, Cat should continue to crush. Outside of him, I mean – It's not a good matchup for anyone else. I don't mind going with Teague at 5,700 if you want to stack this game up because there's obviously going to be some pieces. On the other side that we can go with, uh, Covington, I'm all right with. I'm not in love with it. Again, it's not really the right matchup. So you can go Teague, Covington, or Wiggins, but really I just want Towns.
0: Yeah, and interesting enough when I was, like, doing some research in this game, like Shabazz Napier was handling the ball a lot with the second unit, but – like, I don't think I use him on 11-game slate. If this was the three-game slate like we had on Tuesday, Napier probably would have been in my player pool. Um, on the Philadelphia side of things, you know, we know Cat, not the best defender in the world. So, like, Embiid is – I feel like he's in a really good spot here. Yeah,
1: yeah, he, he is. I mean, you mentioned that Cat is not a great defender here. The problem is he's 100 more than Cat, which makes things tough. <laughs> Like, I guess you could play both of them, um, but then you have almost no money left, I guess. with Depending on the Knicks news, it might actually be a possibility. Um, but I don't know. I'm probably looking at more of the cheaper guys in this game because if I'm stacking up this game, it's going to be with Cat. And so I'm going to have to either take Harris or Horford and hope that Embiid doesn't have a good game. But, like, all these guys great out as decent plays. It's just all about how much money you're going to have to fit these guys in. I don't have any problem with any of the top five guys here. But I'm really not in love with any of them. Embiid, mostly, I'm not in love with just because of Kat's price tag. But if Cat's going to be double the ownership, triple the ownership of Embiid, it might be worth it to swap off of them.
0: Um, the other thing here, like I think Josh Richardson is a fine play. I don't think he has like a tournament ceiling, but I do think like, you know, if you want to play him, if you end up in this range in like cash games, like I think he's actually got a nice like, you know, twenty four ish point floor in this matchup. So he's a guy that I don't mind here. Um they're giving him minutes. Like he's just kind of fit into that like Jimmy Butler slash JJ Reddick type of role. um So I, I definitely don't mind Richardson here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't mind him either. It's just, I think, I think the main problem is we have a lot of guys in the mid tier that are very viable. But it, as a guy to throw into a game stack, it's not a bad idea.
0: Uh, Milwaukee at Boston, 222 total here. Milwaukee's favored by two. Milwaukee looks like they're good to go. Um, Taco Fall is out. He's with the G League right now. Cantor is out, and Tice is questionable. Um, You know, when we're looking at this game, Grant, like, obviously, we'll start with the Milwaukee side here. And, you know, Giannis is a guy that is, like, he kind of disappeared the other night and still put up 40 fantasy points. Um, What's your thoughts here when it comes to Milwaukee and Giannis? Yeah,
1: I mean, well, he only played 29 minutes, and that's kind of why he put up 40 points. He's a guy that's just going to crush every single night when he's actually in the game. Um, Milwaukee's still playing at fast pace here. Boston, not a great defensive matchup, but that doesn't really matter for Giannis. Problem is, again, I, I mean, I want to play Cat. I want to play Embiid. There's a few high-priced guys and a lot of guys in the 8K range. that If I play Giannis, I probably won't be able to get in. I honestly don't mind going with Middleton in this game. He really hasn't had a great game so far this season, just sticking right around 35 points, and this game's projected to be close here. So, I I think Middleton's the guy that I'd probably rather end up going with in this game. I think he It's not a great defensive matchup for him, but we still like haven't seen him put up a big game yet. So, I like Middleton. I don't mind Bledsoe, um, but I don't think I could play Giannis at that price tag. Even if he puts up 70 on a night like this, I don't think it's going to kill me.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know George Hill is the other guy that I wanted to mention here. Like, you know, he's just cheap, and he kind of, kind of just fits the build. And like in in close games, he's gonna play like twenty five plus minutes. He didn't have to play that against Cleveland the other night. Um, but yeah, George Hill, the guy, when he's you know hitting some shots and stuff, um, could definitely crush at his price tag. But he's only thirty five hundred. Like, he just he's not getting a price increase, even you know coming off of a thirty point game.
1: Yeah, I, I really like that call, especially if DSJ is out. It would give me a perfect option to pivot off of Trier. Um, yeah, I really like that call there.
0: Um, on the Boston side, so this one's interesting for me, okay, because, like, Jason Tatum is the guy that I really like to play when it comes to Boston, and he's cheap enough that I really think you could play him, but if you think about the matchup and if you think about, like, Giannis and Tatum, like, guarding each other, like, doesn't that set up for, like, either – Kimba Hayward or or like a Brown to have a, a better game here.
1: Yeah, no, I think it really sets up for Brown and Walker. I mean, Tatum's probably going to be guard by Giannis. It's not a good matchup here. He's the guy that you're right. He is the guy that I generally like to play too. He's been doing well this season, averaging over 40 points a game. Walker really hasn't done what we hoped he kind of would do, having a similar situation as Charlotte, but with these this matchup and still a high-paced one. He could end up with a massive game here him and Brown I like both these guys way better than Tatum and if you're going to stack this game up if you are going to use Giannis on the other side Walker and Brown are the two guys to it with and I think Brown will probably I mean we don't have a big sample size because Walker's only been on the team for three games here but Brown is going to be the biggest beneficiary if Tatum ends up getting shut
0: down Um, what's your thoughts when it comes to the bigs? Like with Tice, if he sits again, could you potentially play Williams? If Tice plays, could you potentially play Tice? Like, how are you approaching the bigs? I mean, Williams got a bit of a price
1: bump here. He's only getting fifteen to twenty minutes a game. Granted, we've seen him put up enough peripheral stats to crush with that amount. I like. I guess if you're gonna go a different direction, like if you're gonna play Giannis, you're probably gonna need some more value um well, i guess no because you still got value the guy. There's, a, there's gonna be a lot of not great value on the slate so yeah i don't i, I don't think i'm gonna go with williams 4600 just seems like not the right price not the right price tag here
0: so i'll say he played what 22 minutes the other night and he had he was in the game towards the end of the game and then they pulled everybody the last four minutes so Project, he he technically probably would have played 26 minutes. Um, if Tice sits, I don't mind Williams here. But I also could see this game going small to Grant. Like, I could see Tatum and Giannis playing the five against each other in this game too. Like, Brooke Lopez gets run off the floor. Whoever is the Boston Bigs gets run off the floor. And we just see this game go, like, really small with, like, Marcus Smart playing extra minutes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah I could see that being a thing. I like that call. Yeah, I probably probably very easily could see that happening.
0: Pacers and Nets, 220 total. Brooklyn favored by three and a half in this game. Lamb is questionable. Sumner is questionable. And looks like Brooklyn's good to go. Um, Let's start with the Pacers here. You know, anything kind of really standing out to you here? No,
1: not really. I mean, there's a decent total in this game, and it is projected to be close here. Sabonis and Turner, like I probably end up going with the bigs here. Um, I think Allen will probably get the start. Sabonis would probably be the guy that I actually prefer. I mean, he's been doing well this season. He's actually done very well in the starting rotation so far and getting 33 plus minutes in every single match or every single game so far this season. The high implied total here, Brooklyn not being great versus Biggs. It'd probably be Sabonis, Turner, and I guess, I mean, Brockton's been so good so far this season 7300 is kind of a sticker shock i think for a lot of people or i would assume would be a sticker shock for a lot of people still um and i don't know if many people are going to go with them so yeah yeah sabonis brogdon turner all in play for me and you can always take a shot on warren in a high scoring game he finally put up an actual decent outing versus detroit and it wasn't even that high scoring game
0: Yeah, Warren's just going to play a ton of minutes. Um, I love Brogdon. Is Brogdon 8K yet? Nope. All right, he's in my lineups. Like, this seems going to be so good when they get Oladipo back. Like, think about it. Like, Oladipo can play the two with Brogdon, like, in this, like, point guard role of just getting the open shots to people. Like, Brogdon's done great here as the point guard of the Pacers. And, you know, a lot of talk before the season on if um, the Pacers paid too much for Brogdon. And right now, they're looking like geniuses. So, Um, I love Brogdon here. I don't mind Sabonis or Turner if I end up in that range. And then like you said, TJ Warren, he's just playing a ton of minutes right now. So Um, on the Brooklyn Nets side of thing, another guy that's absolutely crushing that should be at least 10 K is Kyrie Irving. Um, I know that you think back to the Pacers and you think, um, you know, good defensive team, they have not been good defensively this year. Like they're 25th, I think in defensive rating, like, Kyrie is just still, like, why is Kyrie not 10K?
1: Yeah, I mean, the bigger question is, why is Kyrie at his lowest price point of the season? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, it's just silly to me. I mean, the guy's putting up 60 points a game on average. Kyrie is so far underpriced, and again, some people may think into the past that, oh, yeah, Indy is a good – uh, defensive team, but they're three-point dogs. Like, and it's a 220 total. Brooklyn has a 213 implied team total here, and you know that Kyrie is going to be almost the entirety of it. Like, yeah, Kyrie is just an absolutely fantastic play on the slate, and it's infuriating because everyone's going to play him, but I don't think there's a reason to fade him because in this offense, with the amount of usage he's getting. The worst case scenario is forty, and at eighty seven hundred, that's really not going to hurt you too much.
0: Grant, outside of him, um, I talked about this on Monday when we did the podcast. Um, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, like, um, or it might have been Friday, but either way, I talked about Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie the other day having a twenty nine or thirty percent usage rate, and we we are finally starting to see. Spencer Dinwiddie crushed and like he is one of my favorite value plays on this slate at 5200.
1: Yeah, I mean we were worried after the first game we saw the usage that he was putting up and basically the problem was the minutes in 27 and 30 the last two games here. Yeah, yeah, I thought about him before. I'm sorry guys, I'm just semi distracted by this game. I apologize. Um LeBron just LeBron just hit the mark I didn't want him to hit. So <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if real problem is if he gets six more points, but I don't even care anymore. Um, but yeah, Dinwiddie, absolutely. He's getting the minutes. He's got the usage. Him, and then I didn't mention LaVert. He's my third favorite of the three. Still a guy that they're getting the entirety of the usage on this team. So those three guys in a 113 implied total in a close game. If you want to stack it up over on the other side with Sabonis? bonus, it's not a bad idea.
0: Yep, or Brogdon, either one of those guys. Yeah, I forgot
1: about Brogdon. Again, sorry, I'm distracted, guys.
0: That's fine. I'm done to turn off my phone.
1: I don't care anymore.
0: <laughs> Detroit at Toronto. two ten total here at Toronto, favored by 8.5. Uh, Blake and Reggie Jackson are both still going to be out for this one. Um, Toronto's good to go. Just keep playing dr- Drummond, right? Like, you know, even in this matchup, you know, this is a, a solid team, and Marcus is a good defender, but, like, can we just not play drummond i don't know it's tough to say like the matchup's not great but he's crushing
1: yeah he's still in play i mean the problem is in and cat are both on the play- slate but still drummond i mean if you told me any one of those three guys was the highest scoring player on the slate i wouldn't be surprised at all like drummond griffin's still not in it's not an easy matchup, but still it's Drummond without Griffin. This game stays close. Even with a hundred and team total for Detroit, he can still absolutely smash outside of him. Like Rose didn't put up a good game the other night. This isn't an easy matchup, but coming off the bench there, he's still going to get 26, 27 minutes. He's going to average about a point and a half a minute. And he has upside for two fancy points per minute. So he's probably going to end up with around 20 some odd points. And anytime you have him coming off the bench and eating up all the usage for the entire team that way, he still has massive upside. I mean, I know Stevie's, Stevie, you're probably in with me on that.
0: Yeah. I like Rose a lot again. Like he burned me the other day, but that doesn't mean I'm going back to the well. I do like Dinwiddie more than I like Rose today, but I'll probably have exposure to both of these guys. Um, You know, Christian Wood is a guy that's a little interesting here, but I just don't think he fits the sl- the slate, an 11-gamer, um, only playing 20 minutes. Like, if he was getting more minutes, he'd be a guy that we'd definitely be talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to look at that last game, him coming off the bench, but he still only got 21 minutes with that 38-point outing. I get that his price tag of 4K is pretty appealing, considering what he did last game, but – there's a lot of value on the slate. He might be the one, the only guys at the forward center position that is offering you a whole bunch of value, but still you can't expect him to shoot eight for 10 from the field, three from three for three from beyond the arc and get a double, double in just 21 minutes every single time here. So you may end up with under 20 minutes. He's not going to be nearly as effective. I don't hate the play, but it's still not really the right spot here. And if he is going to draw some ownership, you can basically just cross him off.
0: I'd rather take uh, OG on the other side of this game. Like <laughs> it's almost a little bit more, but um, let's talk Toronto here. You know, a, a good strong start to the season for Siakam, Lowry, and Van Vleet. Um, what are what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Raptors? I mean, all
1: three of them have, give you great ceiling on a point per dollar basis. Siakam, we've seen put up sixty. Lowry, we've seen put up close to sixty. Van Vliet, we've seen put up over 50. I think Van Vliet's the guy that I really want in this game here. I like his price tag most at 6,100. Detroit, not a, is a very good matchup for him. Um, but I'm not going to argue with any of these three guys outside of that. Serge, I'm not dealing with him here. Not the greatest matchup. Not going to get over 35 points. Not going with a Gasol. I'm just, I might just be swearing him off the rest of the season already. Um And I'm fine with that. OG, yeah, I don't mind that call there. He's been putting up big games the last two games. He's got 38 minutes. Last game, we could see something similar this game, and he's done it three times already this season. Finally actually had a good outing uh, in full-time here. But the guy is good, and he's 4,700. You're right. I'd rather play him than Wood. And there's going to be so many, like, super low-cost guys on the slate if DSJ is out and a few other guys are out that – OG might get completely overlooked here, and I think that's probably a mistake.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Lowry and Van Vliet and Siakam, like, I think you can play any of these guys in cash games, too. I think they have pretty high floors. Siakam would probably be my least favorite for cash. I would I like Lowry and Van Vliet for cash, too, so... Um, moving on, we got Portland at OKC, two twenty-three total here. Portland favored by one in this game. Collins is going to be out. Stephen Adams is questionable. Um, let's start here with the Portland side of things. Um, you know, we already we already saw like M- Mario Hazonia play nineteen minutes and become really massive chalk the other night. Uh, he eventually got there, but we see we saw Rodney Hood play. Uh, over 30, I think he played like 33 minutes. And then we saw Bazemore play, you know, around 25 minutes. Like, it was it was interesting because Scott Labassia and um, Toliver got minutes. Like, Toliver played like 29 minutes um, the other night. Like, he just instantly played the Collins role. So, like, we were thinking Hazonia would get that role, and it just never happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, honestly, people are going to chase him again. I'm not going to bother, even if they aren't going to. I'm not going to play them. I'm, the guy I'm most likely to go with is going to be Baysmore. We've seen him in the past put up big games on a point-per-minute basis, and he's still getting 24-plus every single game so far this season. He's 41 or 4,300. We're at the same price range as so Sazonia and Hood. He'd be the guy in that range I'd look at. Whiteside can always put up a big game, especially if Adams is in there, even if it, if Adams is in there. Potentially put up a big game, but I think to me, this game's going to be Dame and it's going to be Baysmore. Obviously, Paul isn't the same uh, defender he used to be. Dame, the real problem is he's 400 more than Kyrie. So, if I were going to look at someone this game, it'd be him, but he's not even close to the same play as Kyrie. So, really, on Portland, I'm just looking at Baysmore.
0: You know, I like Whiteside if Adams doesn't play. Um, you know, Adams a good defender. Whiteside would definitely get a bump here if Adams is out to probably be like Noel um, who draws the start and like i I see Whiteside having a good game against nerland's Noel. so uh, don't mind the Baysmore call. I still don't mind Rodney Hood. He's 3800 if he's gonna play 30 plus minutes, which he's done every game this season. like you' you need Rodney Hood to shoot well to get there. Um, but he, if he's playing 30 minutes, he's going to pick up a few rebounds and, and stuff like that on the way. So um, don't mind Rodney Hood. I would much rather play Rodney Hood playing 30-plus minutes than Mario Hazonia playing 20 minutes for $200 more. So, um, And then on the OKC side of things, SGA is still too cheap. Like he, He's a staple play for me again today. Like This guy is – Chris Paul is checked out. I was so wrong about Chris Paul the other night. Um, I'll take my L, but SGA is just absolutely balling out right now.
1: Yeah, no, he's crushing it 6-900. Like him and Brogdon are kind of the same kind of, <laughs> same kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah, just play both of them because they continually are just very underpriced to the roles that they have in their new offenses. They're both very good players who were likely overshadowed in their old offenses, and now they're shining and just taking on the brunt of the workload and getting the minutes and just crushing every single night. So SGA is a fantastic play here at 6,900. Absolutely love them. If Adams is out, I mean, like there's not a whole lot of, like the value's at guard. So playing Noel wouldn't be the worst idea in the world if through the 300. We've seen him up big games before. It's always a crapshoot. could end terribly, but there's about six different shock guys that are probably, they're really cheap that, could also win terribly. So if you want to take a shot at center, Noel's not a bad choice if Adams is out.
0: Yeah, like Noel is a guy that can get blocks, he can get steals, um, he'll get easy baskets. Like if if we get news Adams is not gonna play, I think Noel becomes a guy that you're definitely looking at. Um yeah, outside of that, like I really like SGA. Um I think there's better plays in the price range of Gallinari. I think Dennis Schroeder like he is getting that massive second team usage that we like, um, so I don't mind Dennis Schroeder at fifty five hundred. He has back to back forty plus fantasy point games, and at fifty five hundred, if you can have a forty plus point game, you're gonna you're gonna definitely crush. So, and I don't think SGA and Schroeder negatively correlate because they're just not playing on the court a ton together. So, um, I like both of those guys. Definitely not playing Chris Paul. Yeah,
1: yeah, I forgot about Schroeder
0: um houston at washington 230 and a half total here houston favored by eight in this game gerald green is out Nene is out and then on the washington side mahini is still out mccray is out and cj miles is out um honestly houston shouldn't have any trouble here with washington they're not a good defensive team this should be a spot that houston kind of crushes um what are your thoughts when it comes to this team
1: all the guys play all the guys washington's terrible. <laughs> pretty much play, like Starting off with Harden, Harden can still put up an 80, 90-point game. Uh, Westbrook has been putting up 60 points on average, and his 9,600. Still has that triple-double upside. Still has 40-point upside, even with Harden in that offense. Going up against the worst defensive team in the league, playing at a high pace, yeah, you can play Westbrook. Capella, I don't hate it. I don't love it. There's too many other good centers, so he's probably off my board, but I wouldn't argue with it. And then P.J. Tucker is putting up – 30 points on a consistent basis here. Now getting a great matchup going up against Washington. Stays close. He's going to end up with high 30s minutes here. 4,800 is way too cheap. There's so many drastic underpricings on this slate. It's ridiculous. And P.J. Tucker is one of those guys.
0: P.J. Tucker is where you start. (laughs) It's weird to say out loud, but, like, P.J. Tucker is where you start. Like, the dude is – his least amount of fantasy points games this season is 29 fantasy points he's played 33 minutes in every game this season or more so like I think you start with P.J. Tucker like he he should be a cash game staple here he's not going to be a guy that goes for 40 but give me 30 here at 4,800 um Harden and Westbrook are fine I think both of those guys are in play I don't mind Capella here I think um I like other centers more than I like him and Honestly, like just PJ Tucker, like he, he's he's kind of where I want to start with this team. It's so weird. Um, Washington's going to be playing from behind here, in my opinion, Grant, which means we're going to see a lot of shots get up. Um, one thing that I want to point out is like, uh, yeah, like Isaiah Thomas is going to be limited to 20 minutes, but like his usage the other night was absolutely insane against the Spurs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we could potentially see something again like that tonight. I <laughs> yeah, don't have the thing is we have enough other guys, but still, Isaiah. Thirty-two
0: percent usage rate, Grant.
1: Yes, I realized that, and he didn't even shoot that great from the field. <laughs> he
0: shot, he shot, he shot six for fourteen and put up twenty-eight fantasy points in in twenty minutes against the Spurs.
1: Yeah, gosh darn it. Yeah, Isaiah's. It's definitely in play. Um, so is Beal. Little well,
0: yeah, mixed- Beal is where we should have started. That that yeah. we buried the lead.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a high scoring game that they're going to be coming from behind likely. So Beal is absolutely in play here. Eighty nine hundred. The problem is we have a lot of guards that are right around that price range who are potentially better plays, but you can kind of mix and match them. I mean, he's not nearly on the same level as Kyrie. But he can still outscore Kyrie by 10. He can put up a 70 point game at any time. And this is the type of matchup where it very easily could happen. Yeah, it's him and it's Ish Smith and it's Isaiah Thomas, I mean. And then I don't think I want to go with Thomas Bryant, but it's going to be a high paced game with a lot of scoring. We could see him rack up some boards and actually get some points. So I don't like Bryant nearly as much as Isaiah or Beale, but all three of them are in play in this game. I mean, it's a two-thirds – it's the highest total on the board. You got to bring it back. Like, you got to assume three guys in Washington are going to crush.
0: Yeah, so I like Moreira. Um, You know, we've talked about him a few times on the podcast already, and, like, he has just seen a big minutes bump. And I think that, like, he is in play here. Um, I don't think it's the best matchup in the world, but I do think that, You know, he's averaging just under a fantasy point per minute. He's playing a lot of minutes. Um, You know, I like the $5,400 price tag. I like Bryant, too. Um, You mentioned him, so don't mind those guys. And uh, I saw news like Troy Brown is expected to slide into the rotation here. So that would be interesting to see if, if and how that works out. Yeah. Um, Charlotte at Sacramento, 223 total here. Sacramento favored by seven. Batum is out. Bagley is out. Um, let's start here with the Charlotte side of things. What do we like?
1: Not a whole lot here. Um, let me rephrase that. No one I love. Uh, like this is going up against Sacramento. It is a 223 total here. But honestly, like the main guy I'd be looking at is going to be Rochier. Start like his minutes... Outside of Minnesota, I've consistently been in the 30 point range, and he hasn't put up a big outing yet. But he really hasn't like shot that well all season long seven for 17, six for 14, two for 10, four for six. But that was a game he only played 18 minutes here. He hasn't shot well from beyond the arc, but he has put up six, seven shot attempts from beyond the arc a game. And in games where he last two games, he's averaging 15. shot attempts a game, like it's going to change at some point. Roger is going to put up a massive game here. I think Sacramento is going to be the likely spot. You look at the rest of the offense in this high total game, and there's not really anyone else I want to play. Like Washington is still a guy that like he had that big game at the beginning he was playing minutes, but 6,800 seems like a little bit too high for him. Don't want to use Zeller. Don't really want to use Bridges or Bacon, although their price tags aren't terrible. So it kind of just leads me to Rogier in this game.
0: Devontae Graham. I don't want to use Graham. Yes, you do. Devontae Graham is awesome, man. Like, this is a second year player that like is just absolutely bawling out. Like his only bad game this season was a game that he shot one for thirteen against the Lakers, and he still put up twenty fantasy points. He's another guard that's underpriced on this slate, in my opinion. I think that he's a guy that has thirty to thirty five point upside and he's cheap. I love the Sacramento side. So I'm looking for guys to run it back with. Um, I like the Rogier call. I don't mind Cody Zeller and I don't mind Graham because I love Sacramento. Like they're getting a pace upgrade here and they're facing one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Like, so I'm looking for guys to run it back. Cause I think Fox is a fantastic tournament play. I think buddy Heald is interesting and. ah uh, man. I don't know what to do with the center position when it comes to Sacramento, but. Yeah, I, I like the Kings a lot here, Grant. Is Giles going to play, though? Giles is questionable.
1: It looks like he's going to play. I have yeah. to wonder how many mints is he actually going to get.
0: I don't know. It, that, that whole situation is just, like, I'd much rather just play, like, Buddy and Fox.
1: I mean, I like Buddy Hilton Fox, but Giles is only $3,400. is true. I mean, that's so cheap, and there's – a lot of other uh, injury new, or a lot of other cheap guys on the slate. Not a lot of big cheap guys. So Giles at 3,400, like if he, if we don't hear anything about a mint restriction, or if you're, if he looks like he's not going to be that heavily owned, like you can swap to him um, and change your lives around later on in the night. I don't know. I think Giles could be in for a big game if he is going to put up 20 some odd minutes like he could absolutely just destroy
0: yeah like honestly i just think it's it's just like a minutes thing for him and like are they really gonna push him coming off of a knee injury um it's interesting if we get it least, so grand it comes out giles is gonna play 20 minutes do you like it at 3400 yeah yeah that's kind of where i was thinking too like If we don't hear anything, I'll probably pass. But, you know, I definitely understand why you'd take some shots here for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sacramento doesn't like playing Deadman. Villalitza, Holmes, like, are not guys that they want to have in the game that much. I don't know. I I feel like – I don't know. I could be wrong here. I need to look into it more tomorrow. There's obviously a first look. But I'm really liking Giles if he is going to get enough minutes, which I think they might actually give him.
0: Yeah, you know, hopefully we get news from Luke Walton and he tells us what's up, but um, who knows. I love Darian Fox. I just want to point that out one more. Just want to say it one more time. Really like Darian Fox today. Like, you know how we talk about on Fantasy Draft playing like five centers? I might play five guards today. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Darian Fox, Kemba Walker, Beal, like all those mid high price guys that have a real shot at 60-70. But, I mean, I R.J. Barrett,
0: Brogdon, Kyrie, like there's so many guards today. It's yeah. insane. Um, moving it's on, Monday. we got the, <laughs> the Clippers and the Jazz, 215 total. Utah favored by one and a half in this game. Um, Exum is still out, so let's start with the Clippers. Paul George is still out too. Um, you know, honestly, Grant, looking at this game, like it's probably my least favorite game on the entire slate. Um, good defense on both sides. They're, you know, both very good defensive teams. Like this is just one of those games that I'm looking at. Like none of these guys are underpriced in my opinion. And I just don't really see anybody like exploding in this game.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of right there with you. I mean, Kawhi is a good defensive matchup. but he's still Kawhi is only 800. I don't hate that. Um, Lou and Harold, not a great matchup, but both of them are 65 and 68. Again, the problem is, like, am I going to play Lou over SGA or Brogdon? No, absolutely not. Uh, So I think just because of the way the slate kind of pans out, I'm kind of right there with you. There is no one in this game that I really want to play outside of maybe a few tournament shots on Kawhi because, I mean, looking at the other side, I'm not playing Mitchell at guard compared to all the other guys that are in the same price range, either more expensive or cheaper with drastically higher ceilings. and. Gobert at 8K. There's so many other good centers on the slate. He hasn't played well for the majority of the season. Actually had a good game versus Phoenix. I don't think that was a very good matchup. He is projected to be close. So I am I'm probably just riding off pretty much everyone from this game.
0: Yeah, I think the only guy that I would realistically play from this game is Kawhi, just because he's always the under-owned stud on the slate, and this game should stay close. But this game stinks. This next game, the game we finish off with does not stink. We got Phoenix at Golden State, 229 total. Golden State favored by five. Ayton is out. Willie Cauley-Stein is probable, uh, and Looney is out. Um, Golden State, the worst defensive team to start the season. Not shocking. Um, they're missing a lot of pieces. Uh, what do we like here for Phoenix?
1: Uh, for Phoenix, I mean, there's obviously Booker uh, just starting it off. Terrible defensive team in Golden State could potentially see Booker go for 60 points. Again, just like everyone else, Robbins guard is just absolutely loaded on this slate and it's right in the same uh, price range as Booker. So like, I don't know if he's making my list who break potentially put up a 40 point game, but again, like 6,200, there's two or Yeah. 6,200. There's too much upside on the slate. Kaminsky. I don't see enough upside at 5,500. Like, Honestly, it's going to be tough to get really anyone in from the Phoenix side, but I want to stack up this game. It's got 230 total. And the price tags on these guys are not terribly restrictive. I don't think I'll use any of these guys as one-offs, but uh, Ubre and Booker I'm going to be using quite a bit in game stacks. And then if you really want to, search let down the other night, only had 21 minutes, but we could see another potential 30-minute outing Oh. And now with Baines coming back, honestly. Yeah, it might just be Booker and Oubre.
0: Yeah, I I like Oubre a lot here. You know, we've talked about a lot of guards. I I don't mind Booker ever. Um, He's definitely in play here. It's just, we have, like, these guys in that, like, low seven, mid six ranges that we've talked about that I just feel like are in just good roles that are underpriced, SGA, Brogdon, um, those types of guys, but... Um, I don't mind Rubio either, but, again, we just have so many guards on this slate. Like, Rubio's put up at least 34 fantasy points in every start this season. So, And then I don't hate Frank the Tank. You know, he's 5,500. He's been getting the minutes. Uh, He's coming off of a really tough matchup against Utah, but he's a guy that can easily put up 30-plus fantasy points against Golden State here. Uh, So I don't mind Frank Kaminsky. And on the Golden State side of things, like, you know – Steph, as much as we want to just believe Steph is going to go out and put up 30 shots, like, we just haven't seen him do that.
1: Yeah, we haven't, but he's still – I mean, he put up 50 points, 55 points last game against New Orleans Grand. This is a slightly worse spot here, or decently not worse spot. I don't think I can go with him is the problem, like 9,500. Again, we've mentioned every guard in this range. I don't think the other. he's going to blow the other guys out of the water here, like – I'm probably more looking at D'Angelo Russell here at 7,900 and Draymond Green. I feel like both of them have big ceilings. Just saw Green put up a triple-double after not starting the season terribly hot. He can absolutely do it versus this Phoenix team, and it's a great spot for him. Outside of them, like, I don't know, if Willie Cauley-Stein comes back, 4,700. Like, if we don't hear of a minute restriction, which I'm guessing we will. Um... I think he could potentially be a play if there is no minutes restriction. And I'm not chasing the likes of Chris, Spellman, Pascal. Like, I'm not chasing any of those guys.
0: Yeah, Jordan Poole not going there. There's so many values that I like more today. Um, I Honestly, I just – I don't mind playing Curry or Russell here, but I there's just guards that I like more. Um, I like Draymond. We don't have a ton of, like, forward slash – like, forward plays that we love today. So – and just pay attention to the Willie Colley stein news. Like, he was already scrimmaging in the G League and stuff. So, like, there's a good chance that, like, maybe he plays 25 minutes here. And if he does, like, yes. Um, So, we're just going to have to kind of see what the news looks like on Willie Colley stein Um, Marquise Chris really burned a lot of people the other night. Um but it's just that game went really small, and um, you know Phoenix uses Baines and you know Kaminsky uh, and uh, and Dario. So I, I don't know; it's tough to say. But um, I, I really like this game. Um, you know, obviously, it has one of the highest totals on the slate. So, all right, Grant, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. Um, I got to pull it up. Uh give me your favorite play under five K to go for seven X.
1: Oh, there's like
0: what, fifty of them today. <laughs> uh, seems to be a lot of guys that are underpriced today.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm guessing I'm gonna let you have George Hill. Is that who you were gonna go with?
0: Yeah, I have two guys, so either one doesn't matter. Right, Hill is George one Hill. of my guys.
1: Yeah. I'll take George Hill then. I'm, granted that was more your call, but I'm happy to take it from you if you have another guy.
0: That's fine. I'm going to go Rodney Hood. Going to have to shoot well to get there, but when we're looking in this range, I just don't want to play the Chalk Knicks, guys. So, um, give me a guy here, Grant, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today?
1: Harden. I'm going to go with Harden.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that one. Um... Man. I like a lot of these guys today. Um give me Ben Simmons. Uh favorite six X play on the slate. Which
1: one do you want, Brogdon or SGA? I'll take
0: the other one. Those <laughs> so are the two guys that I had put down. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you Brogdon to go along with um, your team here, and then I'll take SGA. We're on the same page for sure. Uh, those are staple plays for me today. Give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day, Harry Giles. Just because it's the first look, make sure Giles is going to yeah. even, you know, play play some minutes here. Um, I'm going to go with Fultz is my GPP weird play of the day. Going back to that first game that we talked about, um, Grant, give me your favorite DFS contest for the day. Um, doesn't matter which one. Well, I think
1: I'm going to go with fantasy draft because some stat correction just—I mean, extra extra G got fourth in their pick and roll. I'm going to be playing their even bigger pick and roll tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, I love I, I even before if they weren't the sponsor even before they were the sponsor for the show, I've been playing fantasy draft for years and just love what they're doing. It's my favorite format and the 3,700 where you can only enter 45 times, only $25 entry, either that, or if you can't pay that much, like I think they still have a 7.5 K layup. That's a $5 entry, zero rake. So I have, I still have like two grand left to play this month on my rake free membership. So that's my favorite one. I'm going to play a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I actually was going to highlight that tournament today as well. Um, I like that tournament today. I think it's super solid. Um, I'm going to go with the $40 mid-range jumper over there on DraftKings, the 50K. Um, it, it pays out 23%, um, the top 10 getting 32.5%. I really like it. You know, you 5K up top. Um, you can 10X your buy-in with a top 15. So if you have a really good tournament team, um definitely a tournament that I like to play over there and uh Grant took mine so I'm just going to go with that one so um really like that one really like the fantasy draft stuff the membership pays for itself so fast I, again we, I'm not just saying this to say it because of the sponsors of the podcast I'm saying it because if you're playing low stakes play rake free um give me your favorite over under on the slate Grant
1: I'm going to go with Weird to say, I'm going to go with the over of 208 and the Knicks and Orlando game.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to take the under in the uh, Clippers-Utah game. It's
1: bold. bold. The weird thing is the Clippers start off as a two-point favorite, and now they're a two-point dog.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. And, like, when you're just looking at, like, pace and everything, like, you just – that game is just going to be so slow. Like, I don't know. I just I just I just don't like that game. So um any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Um no, thanks first. This is the second time this year a stat correction has gone my way. Which you're jinxing too,
0: yourself right now.
1: Well it's two more than happened last year, so I can't even be disappointed if it doesn't happen again. <laughs>
0: All right, well, we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone enjoys the podcast today. And always, if you ever have anything you want to say, make sure you just hit us up on Twitter or the comment section of the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow talking football with Chief Justice. Uh, You can check the epic early week podcast with Geneifer (laughs) Mangone and Dean that's already up on the podcast feed. Yeah, you can hear my thoughts on
1: circumcisions apparently. (laughs)
0: there you go worth listening to just for that comment alone Uh, we'll be back tomorrow good luck in your contest and we'll see you then see you kids